What's going on, football fans? It's me, J.R. Clark, back again with another Pound for Pound ATL Live. Joined, as always, by my main man, Jonathan. What's going on, John? Oh, you're still muted, brother. Got to hit you. <laughs> I, I, ha- I had the mute button on my mic. Well, you had hit. all kinds of mutes going on. Had all kinds <laughs> of mutes going on. Uh, on top of that, I had the, the stream going on, so I could look at chat, but I had forgotten to actually mute the stream. Yeah, so I had you talking to me twice. In even my better, even better. Oh we man, in stereo. Uh, right. No, it's, uh, it's been it's work has been a day. Let's put it that oh, way. So nice. I am happy. I am happy to to be here, relaxing uh, with uh, with the Pound for Pound family here. So there you go, there you go. That's what we like to hear. That's what uh, uh, we we hope to everybody is relaxing at home and chilling. My work at been decent enough today hadn't been too bad uh driving throughout the you know the rain today but uh able to dodge it windshield wipers working just fine so a lot of a lot of interesting stuff to get into nothing super concrete but i think we're gonna have a fun show so i think without further ado let's just get into it So we are, as we have been now for a couple of weeks, squarely into the off season, uh, and the fun is starting to swirl. Like the rumor mill is starting to really uh, kick up, and uh, we're starting to. It seems like every talking head is is connecting the Falcons to this care, this player, or that player, or many different uh, things going along. But one of the more interesting names that I want to talk about here in just a minute is Sam Darnold. De- definitely not. That, that's no, no, nobody wants to talk about <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold, Nick. And look, Nick Bangalore down here is talking about Daniel Jones to Atlanta. You better knock it off, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't do not, not, not for what, not for what he's like. What does he want? 35, 40 no, million a year. They're talking about North of 40 million. For uh, Danny Dimes, which seems a little, a little much for me. Uh, that is a little rich for my blood. Right, I and mean, at most, if I'm if I'm New York, I might consider like franchising for a year and see if he can progress with uh, Brian Dable as his uh, head coach slash offensive coordinator. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think I'm. Yeah, Bradley Burnett says. Uh, D. Jones is smoking something. Yes, very much so. I think that he is. Uh, well, I, well, I think Daniel Jones' uh, uh, agent is smoking something super hard. Well, I mean, look, there's a there's a concept in the construction world that if they don't scream when you hand in a, a bid, you didn't ask for enough. You know, like like that you're getting, uh, you know, you're you're about to get you know screwing yourself out of some money. So. Mm-hmm. You start high, you work your way back down. Everybody knows that. that that's a, a typical, you know, tactic in negotiations. I just think that the Giants were really hoping that he wasn't going to start that high, you know. <laughs> but um, as they say in the biz, that's a them problem. Uh, yep. So, but one of the interesting names that has popped up over the week uh, is one Jesse Bates. Now. Why that's interesting is that it popped up on, I think it was, I guess, IG 
uh, Instagram, maybe like Instagram reel or something like that. Uh, But he was having dinner with uh, Kyle Pitts, AJ Mm -hmm. Terrell, and Casey Hayward. Now, all three of those guys happen to be Falcons. All of them, including Jesse Bates, are all represented by the same agent. Yep. I can't uh, uh, I can't remember the agent's name, but they're all represented by the same agent. So it's not completely out of the norm that you have, um, you know, that you have them all in the same place. You know, the agent could have just been like, hey, let's meet up. And uh, especially with, you know, A.J. Terrell, you know, technically in the frame of being able to negotiate a contract. Um, mm-hmm. they may want to get done. Who knows on that aspect? Uh, then obviously Kyle Pitts, <clears throat> few years out still, before he can negotiate. But after the end of this year, he can negotiate. And then of course you know the veterans of Casey Hayward and you know Jesse Bates, you know for a, you know looking for his big payday. Yep. So there's a lot to not read into it. Is what I'm getting at. There's yeah, a lot of for them all to actually be together. Like, you know, I am not, I, I'm not, you know, pointing out any any one person in particular, but I've seen it a bunch of times where, uh, you know, fans, uh, various teams, when they see, you know, uh, other, you know, guys from other teams, even if it's from like the Falcons and the Saints, you know, if, if guys from either one of those teams, if they're like out and they like. They 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 feel like hey, those guys uh, should be holding on to the the, the rivalry like we do. Ninety nine point nine percent of them don't. Some right. maybe some do. Like, uh, like I legitimately think Cam Jordan wouldn't come here for anything. Like I really think that he really likes to just you know poke and prod uh you know the rest I of mean, the NFL South. Yeah, and that and that's a possibility. Uh, you know, that is very possible. Uh, but but most of these guys, this, this is a job. You know, this yep. is a job that they have coworkers that they get to play against, and and what have you. Uh, and they're all contractors. They're all trying to get paid as much as they possibly can. So, like when they go out and hang out and do all this stuff, a lot. Of, it's it's just like you hanging out with your work buddies. Exactly. Like Tony Wright puts up says. The dinner because, you know, they're friends and they're represented by the same agent. That's definitely what I want, like, the, the main, you know, focus of this, you know, talking about Jesse Bates coming out of, like, is he going to be, you know, he's the top safety, you know, in this, you know, in this free agent class. Um, You know, he's, you know, the guy who, given the skill set that Richie Grant has shown, uh, over the past, you know, two seasons, this past season being his first full season as a starter, he seems to lend himself better as a box safety or a safety that, you know, plays closer to the line of scrimmage. And so if you're wanting a true center fielder, like Bates is one of the few true center fielders out there. He yeah. has the range to, you know, play that Earl Thomas type role, that eraser role you know, if that's what Nielsen is looking for. Um, the question is going to be like, A, how much money does he command? Uh, and B, is that something that Nielsen is wanting and wanting to look for? 
from my studies so far, uh, Nielsen, you know, at least New Orleans played a lot of split safety coverages last year. And so that's more like what we did with having, you know, either safety being either up or back, you know, depending. Uh, but when they had, I think it was or PJ Williams, I believe was their safety. I'm not Marcus, Marcus Williams, Marcus Williams. That's it. When they had Marcus Williams, he played a lot of single high safety, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, roaming coverages. And I know that that's something that Jerry Gray has, you know, had a, a good bit in his career. So I don't know if that's something they're wanting to implement. Like Bates definitely has the range to do it. Um, so yeah, and, so, and Dre here, he's like, I just say resign, resign Isaiah Oliver, move him to free safety, It'd be a whole lot cheaper than a Jesse Bates. Problem is, I don't. He's not as good as he's not as good as a, a center field free safety as Jesse Bates is. Right, flat out. Like he's a guy that's going to cover like the you know down low, and you know he's going to cover guys out out wide. But I, you know, if he was as good as Jesse Bates is, being a a, a center of the field safety, you know, that, that deep center safety, that's where he would have been. Right. Like he would have yep. already been there. There's no reason for him not to, if he's that good. So, so I'm not saying he couldn't potentially like play up to or close to that kind of thing, but he's, that's just not been his thing. He's been a quarterback. Right. He's learning to be, be a little bit more of a corner slash safety. Now. I, I think but, Isaiah Oliver has found his niche also playing closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, He's Isaiah Oliver is a good open field tackler. Uh, He doesn't necessarily um, have the, the range that you would like to see at a free safety. Um, But I think him playing that nickel role uh, suits him just fine. And yes, I would like to see him be re-signed as that nickel role, as that nickel defender, Uh, you know, that hybrid, you know, safety corner linebacker blitzer guy. I, I think he's definitely got a home there. Well, uh, and that and that a lot that allows you. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, just, just so, I was just letting Willie Doc know that yes, we will be doing a version two of our mock draft uh, after we get through all the like news stories. Yes. So, uh, uh, but but uh, like. Isaiah Oliver gives you the flexibility to be in the like big, you know, the big safety look yep. with three safeties, but then also if things change and you need a uh, extra DB, uh, you know, extra cornerback, he can, he gives you the flexibility to be able to do that. He's not going to be, you know, not to say he won't get beat, but he he's not going to look completely lost trying to be a slot, you know, cover a guy in the slot or right. on the outside or whatever. So he gives you that flexibility uh, in that realm, but to say resign, I do, I do want to resign him. I do. Yeah. Uh, I hope we do to a decent deal. I don't want it to like. I don't want to break the bank on him, and I, I don't no. think he's going to command that. I don't much, think he's going to command that, but no. Nah. Uh, but seen, but I, I I want him, but I also want Jesse Bates, and I want Deron Payne. Somebody said, yeah, focus on Deron Payne. I want both those guys. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Like and and right now. Like if we don't, we're going to talk about it here in a minute, but if we don't do something crazy, like we're going to have the resources to, uh, to do that, to get a drawn pain, to get a, if drawn pain makes it out of, uh, um, 
what you call it, if if he makes it out of Washington, because that there's strong indications that will that he's going to be tagged, if nothing else. Um, speaking of tagging, the uh, franchise tag window is open. It is so. And so they have teams have two weeks to, uh, you know, tag any player that they're going to tag. I think our only taggable player is Caleb McGarry. I know a lot of people may not like to hear that, but I think he's the only guy that we have that is like worth a tag. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. But, I saw a real long debate on Twitter going back and forth between a couple guys I follow on whether we should tag uh, McGarry or not. And both make good arguments. Both one says, you know, hey, if you're going to tag him for $18 million, you might as well just go ahead and try to sign him for longer. Well, I, I'm sure that I'm sure they will. Like they're going to try to sign. They're going to try to get a deal done if they can. I'm sure they've been trying to get a deal done if they can. Mm-hmm. However, like if it just doesn't work, it, it just doesn't work. Uh, then, you know, that tag is there. Uh, you know, that, that tag is there as a fallback. So I, you know, I think that they would love to get a deal done where he's maybe making like 13, 14 million a year. Right, but just maybe get a bigger signing bonus, get some, you know, get some uh, guaranteed money in his pocket, that kind of stuff. It'd be interesting to see because so far, like this regime has had a chance, like has had chances to, like draft, like what I would call quality uh, offensive linemen, you know, in the draft, and they passed on them for other positions to later try to address those needs later on in the draft. So they must feel like that Dwayne Ledford can really coach these guys up because mm-hmm. so, so far they have given him a third round pick and then some uh, third round. What was Dolman? A fifth round? He was like, I think he was fifth. I think, uh, I think he was it might have been Okay, either way. You know, and then I know uh, a seventh round pick in Justin Schaefer. So, with that being said, they haven't necessarily given uh, Dwayne Ledford a lot to work with, whether it's draft capital or even free agent capital. So, they must have a lot of faith in what he can do, kind of like Tom Cable back in the day. Uh, yeah. Like, like you know, they used to just give Cable like ex basketball players. You know, and ask him to turn those guys into, you know, tackles. If I'm not mistaken, Jermaine Effetti was one of those kind of uh, players. So it, it's By the way, he was he was fourth he was fourth round. Fourth round, okay. So you've given him a third and a fourth round, which is, eh, you know, uh, decent talent. But, you know, decent. When, when was McGarry? When was McGarry drafted? And McGarry was a first round. I'm talking about okay. the tenure of Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. So gotcha. basically what I'm talking about is Jalen Mayfield. I'm talking about uh, Drew Dahlman and uh, Justin Schaefer. Uh, those are the the three O-linemen that we have drafted uh, since Arthur Smith has been here. So there, there seems to be a feeling that, you know, maybe uh, Dwayne Ledford, our low line coach, can really, like, 
you know, coach him up, so to speak. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if what I'm getting at is like, I don't know how they view McGarry. Like, do they think he was on an upper tick this year? Like, cause his pass blocking was still pretty bad. Uh, we, we've talked about that and documented that a handful of times. Mm-hmm. His run blocking got a lot better. Like running that behind that right side was much better this year. Uh, so do they, are they happy with that? Or do they think that he's going to eventually like creep up and get, uh, get better in the pass blocking? King seven says, no, Caleb is the offensive big Vic Beasley. Uh, you seen this mistake. We did that with him. So, well, so, so I will say this, I will say this Vic Beasley. When you go back to that 2016 season and you watch him and all the sacks he got, nine like uh 75% or better of those sacks that he got was off of twists and stunts yep to where he didn't have to beat his man right he just could uh, use his speed he, he to... just used his speed and all that jazz if you run across a team that knows how to uh, really those. defend the games and the stunts and the twists and all that jazz he he kind of got nullified um, i mean like he made it you know, like they, they made Seattle's night, you know, living carnage for because they couldn't pick up twists and stunts. Yep. So, but then, you know, you anyway, well, I'm not rehashing Vic B, but I just thought it was a funny comment. Yeah. Uh, but, on, but, I, on, but I'll say that season. Yeah. But I'll say, but Gary, like, he is, he has been legit, like, legitimately good. And PFF rankings will, will tell you, you know, He's not like bottom of the barrel guy. Right. You know, if, if you put it, you know, if we're going to talk about Lindstrom and say, oh, this guy's the, P, you know, PFF, uh, Vic Busley. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I want to uh, hold on. I wanna, one second. And then we'll, I'm going to derail your comment. Just a bunch of sevens. I wonder if you ever have anything slightly positive to say. Uh, you've been in here for a couple weeks now, which I'm fine. I'm glad you're in here, and I'm glad you're you're commenting. That that's great. But everything you say is like is like beyond negative. Like you're talking about moving. I'm gonna put this back up here. You're talking about moving a stalwart left tackle to right tackle, and he's been a left tackle in this league, and to my knowledge, has only missed like one game. Yeah, like he's not a. Yeah, that's just it's funny to me that that people at this point in Jake Matthews' career continue to still, you know, try to think that, that he needs to move over to right tackle or something of that nature. Yeah, anyway. le, le, Matthews at left tackle is at at the absolute worst is like top fifteen in the league. Right, like, like he's, he's not, in the, he's he's in the upper half of the league when it comes to left tackles. Right, exactly. So anyway, no, so I'm like I said, not not gonna hang on that too long. Uh just yeah, it was about the third like extremely like negative comment and and so I was just like, okay, gotta say something just for a second. Uh but yeah, back to McGarry. I think if if you're willing to give him eighteen million for one year, then you might as well try to sign him for a longer deal for less money a year. Uh I mean, granted. The other side of that argument is we have a ton of money this year. If there's ever a year to franchise a guy to see if he can do it again, 
before you sign him, this is the year to do it. You know, because they said they're going to be smart with their money. They're not going to just go out and blow it all. So, you know, if they only have like eyes to bring in like two or three guys or something like that and still continue to try to develop, then, uh, you know, it's uh, this is the year to do it. I agree, Tony. I know he played right tackle, and I think he only played he played left tackle his last year in Texas A&M. Uh, I remember that. So I get the idea that he's played it before, but he's now played left tackle longer than he played right tackle. So that's that was kind of my point there. Uh, so uh, one day I'm gonna have to like get me and me and Tony Wright are gonna have to have a. Uh, a chat <laughs> like a, a heart to heart. No, no, about a heart to heart. He's all he, he, I love his like he has a uh, he always has a plan. I love that. I love the fact <laughs> that he always he comes in. He's he is a the the not a he is the chat room GM, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love reading his comments because he there's plenty of times Tony comes up with something that I hadn't necessarily thought about. So uh, that's I like it anyway. Move right along to something that I apparently got the uh, <laughs> Twitter, my Twitter world uh, riled up again with, and that's like Lamar Jackson to the Falcons, right? It's been the yeah. the fun, oh, big, you know, uh, fun thing to talk about. But uh, every, every talking head out there is like linking Lamar Jackson to the Falcons. Like, and the connection is because of, Oh, well, they went after DeMar, uh, Deshaun Watson last year. And all things being equal, Lamar Jackson has done more in the league than Deshaun Watson has. So what I got to, or what I saw today, it was this graphic right here. I don't know if y'all can, yeah. like, I don't know if that, that can be read real well. But this was a video that come across that I was scrolling, and I had to take a screenshot of it. Because... This is uh, from, I think this is from Fox's Sports. I think this, this guy's name is Nick Wright, I believe. Uh, yeah, anyway. he is. Yeah, I, I don't watch him a ton. I see his clips pop up every now and again. But anyway, so he was talking about Lamar Jackson. He was putting up all these different tra- trade scenarios, like for the Raiders, for the Colts, for, uh, there was another one I can't even remember. Uh, but then he come across this one. Now, he later admitted or, like, said in the clip that uh, there should be a second second-round pick. But his compensation was the eighth overall pick, the 45th overall pick, so our first and our second, and mm-hmm. then next year's first, and then he later added next year's second. Oh, so, so four picks instead of Four three. picks total, but, but a first and a second and a first and a second. And I thought to myself, I, you know what? Money aside, all things considered, I would actually probably do that deal. That deal? I think I would. Because you're getting, in that aspect, you're getting a, uh, you know, a top-tier talent. Now, you're going to say, you know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, he's been injured. That's That's my concern. For the past, you know, two years, he's missed five games or four games and then five games. So, uh. That that is a concern, but if you feel like the injury history was because of him having to run, and if you take the four games that you had with Ritter, 
Ritter didn't run nearly as much as Mariota did. Yeah. So let's so let's say we have Lamar running like Ritter did, only when absolutely had to, not necessarily designed runs, right? You know what he can do with with tight ends. Like he made Mark Andrews a household name. Yeah. Same thing with Nick Boyle. Mm-hmm. Like you know what he can do. Like you know what he does for the run game. So and he's a league MVP who's went to the to the playoffs. Now you could say in the playoffs they uh that Houston made him one dimensional, uh took away his run, but that was a little earlier in his career. I think he's gotten a lot better at uh passing, just like any quarterback who comes in the league. Their first year or two generally isn't all that great. So anyway, if the compensation is just like the draft compensation is just four picks. And by the third year, you're back to having all your picks again. Dude, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Well, they gave a, what, three first rounds for Deshaun? Yeah, they gave up up a lot. So, like, like again, if if that was the kind of draft, I'm still not a fan of a team in our position giving up draft picks. Right. And and I I understand that. The the and, and I talked to uh uh was it Damsky uh yeah. on the uh on Twitter and I basically told him like the money money wise not worried about we're not gonna go back into the cap hell that everybody talks about right. uh by signing Jackson. We're it's just not gonna happen. We are, however, uh you know, we would have to give up the draft capital to get him. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it all depends on like, what are they wanting? What are we willing to, you know, what are we thinking about giving up? That's the part that I'm, I'm shaky on is not the cash part. Cause no matter what, if, if Ritter balls out this year, this coming year, you might get one more season of him on that rookie deal before he's already, his agent's already like, Hey, yep. let's, let's, let's start talking. Especially considering, especially considering he's not a first round <clears throat> pick. You don't get five. Yeah. You don't get five years with Ritter, not yeah. not on a rookie deal. You get four. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, appreciate that big time, Willie Doc. Thank you, Willie. He says, "Uh, good off season discussion. Uh, can y'all break down the time frame of franchise tags, free agency, and draft? Looking forward to tonight's mock draft. Franchise window is open now. You have two weeks to franchise tag your players. Um, yep. In a little less than a month." Uh, the 15th of March is when free agency starts. You get three days before the start of the, before the 15th. So the 12th of March, uh, if you don't have Twitter, I would, I would suggest, uh, getting Twitter just for that following like guys like Schefter and Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, because then you'll, uh, you'll start to see starting the 12th is your legal tampering window opens. You can't officially yep. sign anything, but you can start negotiating. Yep. That's uh, how you go, get the deals that like literally they're like, all right, free agents open. And he signed a seven year deal and he right. signed a this bam, year bam, deal. Bam. Exactly. Like, stuff's happened immediately like, upon right. free agency opening because they've been talking a few they've days been beforehand. Talking. And so uh with that being said, and then the draft is the seventeenth uh, of no, the fifteenth of April or seventeenth of April. I have to pull up a calendar. Hold on. Oh, the combine? No, no, not the combine. 
the actual draft. The draft. You want to think draft is in May? uh, (laughs) No, it's the twenty twenty seventh of April, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and twenty ninth. If I'm not mistaken, is when the draft is. Uh, So there's there's your big dates. The next like bigger event is combine coming up. Then you'll have pro days. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's the 15th of April is when free agency starts. Uh, the franchise tag window is open now and you have, uh, the draft at the end of April. Now back to the, the Lamar Jackson thing. Bradley has a good yep. point. He says, don't forget blank wants butts in seats. He wants a packed stadium again. And bottom line, uh, Lamar is box office. Only question is, does he, uh, go above T fonts head to do it? Now, the one thing I'll say about Blank and last year with Deshaun Watson, everybody's taking the Deshaun Watson thing and saying, oh, well, if they went after Deshaun, obviously they're going to go after Lamar. Like, But Deshaun had that previous connection with Blank. Yeah. And to everybody's understanding, the Falcons weren't in it at all until Deshaun called Blank. So when Deshaun called Blank and said, hey, I'd really love to come home and play. Now, whether he did that to try to drive up everybody else's price or if he really was like, look, if y'all can make the math work, I'd really love to come back to Atlanta. But see, to me, that's the reason why we got into that. Now, you're not wrong about wanting butts in seats, but I don't think Blank is the type of owner that – is willing to mortgage a lot of, you know, money, capital, you know, the success of the team just to get butts in seats. Well, he, I also don't think <clears throat> current day, <coughs> excuse me, current day blank, I don't think is a guy, because you, you start going over your GM's head about who and, and about who we get and how much we pay and all that jazz. Uh, you're 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 gonna find it really hard to find competent GMs in the future. Okay, no no competent GM is gonna want to work in a uh, situation where he, his boss is constantly going over his head, not letting him do his job. I mean, they, just basically, you, you you don't want him to be Jerry Jones, even right. though Jerry, technically Jerry Jones is the GM, but you don't want your owner being the GM. Really right, dumb. I was gonna say like if you want like <clears throat> I'm gonna bring up the Jerry Jones aspect, but you know, for a long time, he was the GM. Like, he played that role. Uh, but also had a tougher time of getting, like, quality coaches, so to speak, or uh, because of, of that type of deal. So, my deal, or, or like, when you want to get an example, like, to me, it's the Washington Commanders and what Dan Schneider has done. Or the uh, Cleveland Browns, you know, as far as uh, what um, – I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, who owns the Browns? The way it's, it's oh Jim ha- uh, Jim Haslett Haslett is that yes it? no not uh, Haslam Haslam that's it Haslett Haslam, the, the coach yeah yeah so Haslam like he's another guy who will override his GM and you see what that's done to that franchise. Yep. So I personally don't think if it's going to take a fully guaranteed contract. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, right? right well, uh, I also think I, I think that if Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith 
Go ahead. No, if, really. if, if Terry Smith, uh, Terry Font, Terry Smith, if Terry <laughs> Fontenot and Arthur Smith really, really like him, I mean, they're like, this is the guy. Then I think they go to blank and say, like, look, this is the guy. Oh, yeah. We, you know, yeah. We, like, we we need to know that, you know, we would really like to get him, but we need to know that we, we were okay to go talking fully guaranteed contract with this guy. Like, then I could see it happening. And I think that's what blank is there for, so that when they run across those situations, it's like you, you basically like keep them in the loop, like, hey, we're going to spend a lot of money on this guy right. uh, and what have you. I don't think blank. Blank wants, but uh, yes, he wants butts and seats. Yes, he wants to make money off of the, the the stadium. He wants to do all that stuff. Right now, hey, Miss B. <laughs> uh, right now, like yeah, you could do the splash move, bring in a Lamar, and I'm not saying that's the wrong move to do. Yep. Okay. What what is going to what is going to get butts in seats, no matter who the quarterback is, no matter who your defensive tackle is, no matter who your head coach is, no matter who this and that and the other is. Because Lamar Jackson, if he comes to Atlanta and stinks it up, right. Those butts are not like, those butts are those seats are going to get cold real quick. Right. Now because <laughs> uh, I right now I know it can all change next year once he gets a full offseason and back into the swing of it or whatever. But I'd be interested to hear what Cleveland Browns fans have to say right now about Deshaun Watson's like last five, six games he played. Cause it didn't look yep. good. Now, again, that was the first time he'd played football in like almost two years. Uh there's a lot of like actual reasons uh for him to look like that. But yeah, it looked rough at times. Uh so it'll be interesting to see like what Deshaun Watson looks like going forward because his like you talk about you know, cap hit and cap hell, who his cap numbers are fixed to start going through the roof. Like he had a cheap year this year, but going forward, I think it starts at 34 million and climbs to in the fifties going forward. So yeah, it'd be really interesting to see. Uh, So banners, let's talk about you. uh, You get that. You got that mock draft ready. Uh, uh, let me get into that. There okay. So I guess we can go ahead and move into the mock draft and see how that goes. Cause we pretty, unless, unless you got something else, I don't want to like, cause uh, that was about, I, all the rumors. Know, like that's all the rumors that, that I've really heard as well. There hasn't been, you know, I think another, you know, get another week or two and we'll start hearing more and more, especially like you said, the, we get like about, three or about five days or so out. Oh yeah. That's when stuff's really going to start churning. Now I don't, I couldn't find the original rumor, so I don't want to like bring it up. Maybe somebody can check and remember, but there was a, uh, like, uh, a little interview that like had Justin Fields sounding like he would have liked to have played in Atlanta. And there has been like major rumors this whole off season of them like wanting to move on from him. Because that's not uh, the coach's guy. That's not the GM's guy. Yeah. Uh, and he hasn't necessarily lit the world on fire outside of his, his running. You know. Uh, so, now granted, the team is bad. There's many reasons why he hasn't looked great. Okay. But if if he's available, 
because there's rumors that he might be available and there's rumors that Trey Lance might be available. Uh, mm-hmm. So are either, either one of those guys blowing up your skirt? Would you just, is it like for you, would it be like a third round pick and I'll just throw him in the room with Ritter and see what happens? Or are you bringing in Fields saying, oh, you're my guy? Uh if it, if we if we could actually make the deal for Justin Fields for a third round pick, I would take it. And then he goes in the room with Ritter, and you say, "One of you two is going to be the starter." Right, figure it out, you know, kind of uh, bat, battle it out. Right, you know, see, and Chris asking like, "What's the asking price for Fields?" See, that's the question. If it's a first round, say it's no, your eighth overall pick. No, don't want it. See, I have a hard, yeah, I have a hard time thinking because he was there at four when they picked Pitts. Now, granted, at that time, it was a little bit of a different situation. They hadn't gone through the full year with Ryan at that point. Mm-hmm. So they may have still felt like they could get something done with Ryan, which is the reason why they didn't draft Pitts. Yeah. But hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, obviously, Ryan didn't work out for uh, Smith for a variety of different reasons. But like I think chief foremost being he's not an athletic quarterback. So now if you have the chance to do it over again, you know, three years later, do you grab, you know, Justin Fields for a first round? I mean, I, I, if I'm giving up a first round, a first round pick, let alone multiple first rounders for somebody like, uh, like a Lamar Jackson. Okay. And the only reason why you give up that many for Lamar Jackson is because of the what he's done. Although, again, as we've said before, MVP season great. Kind of hasn't gotten back to that yet. Right. Okay. Not saying he can't do it. Right. Okay? Not saying it won't ever happen. And I'm not saying that if we go get him that we're going to suck because we can't afford to do anything else. We can afford to do just about anything we want. The only team that can afford to do more than us is the Bears. Right, 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 exactly. So, like, we're number two when it comes to. So if if somebody wants big money, they're going the 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 top two options to get big money, uh, and have a better chance of it is Chicago, Atlanta. That's yep. it. Yep. Right. Uh, without having to do a lot of the cash over cap shenanigans and like stuff like that, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the the most amount of money that can be spent this offseason is between Chicago, Atlanta. All right, so, you know, at this point, I'm not giving up a first round unless it's a guy that I know, I know is going to be uh, a star for us. And it's going to be like, sorry. Because because that's what you're banking on when you draft a guy first. Yep. Right? When you draft a guy in the first round, you're banking on him being, I mean, yes, if you're in the twenties and what have you, you know, you're not necessarily expecting the guy to light up the world, but he has to be a, a starter and he has to be a good contributor to your team right away. That is what you, you pay that first round pick for. Uh, Justin Fields has shown flashes that he can potentially be real good, but he still, I have too many questions about him as a NFL starter. Right. You know, uh, to say like, I would for sure plop down a first round draft pick for Justin Fields. Yep. Now maybe Uh, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot are totally cool with that. And that's a whole different matter. Walt dog says if Chicago was serious about trading, they would trade him for a second round pick. I think 
a second or a third and I'd be okay with it. But see, here's the deal. Like, just like when you buy a car, right? You, if, if you go to turn around and sell it, you may never get your value out of it, but you don't, you ain't trying to get ripped off, right? You don't want to take too much less. So they had to trade, they traded up to get him. So they gave up capital to get him. So I don't think they would take anything less than a first rounder. It may not take more than one. I don't think it would take a first and a second. I don't think that would, I don't think you'd have to give them that. But if you were willing to give them a first, that might that would probably seal the deal because if they could have the first overall pick and the eighth overall pick, now you get the you know your quarterback, you get the pick of the litter, whether it's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, whoever, yeah. and then in the eighth overall pick, you get to pick like a defensive blue chip, whether it's a Gonzalez or a, or what have you, you know. But as far as like Trey Lance goes. I ain't giving – I know that they traded away a lot of stuff, but I ain't giving no more than about a second or third round for Trey Lance. He's coming off a brutal injury. Coming and off his, a brutal injury, and and when he was – when he even before that, like at no point have I saw anything out of Trey right. Lance outside of like the freakish uh, – like I'm just going to throw this over there because I got nothing else to do, and he's got a, a really good arm. Right. And – He's he's basically, but but uh, but like actually being a quarterback in the NFL, hadn't seen nothing. anything yet. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. Like he had a redshirt year and then started two games. He didn't look great yeah. in camp or preseason, uh, yep. which sucks because in that particular draft, Trey Lance was the one I was pretty high on uh, because, like, he was the one that was like audible and, and making checks and all that. You know what you what you wanted a NFL quarterback to do. Like he wasn't a look to the sideline, get the play, run the play, you know, type quarterback that was coming out. But anyway, speaking of draft, I think we're about time to. Oh, what you got? Did you? Uh, okay. Like is Dre, uh, Dre's like, give me the, the two QBs Tony said earlier, jo- Jacoby or Heineke. Yep. Like both the, I, I would take either one of those guys in a heartbeat uh, as you know a guy to to help for one just to be a veteran presence, uh, a stabilizing influence in the 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 quarterback room, yep. uh, somebody that can push him because they have started. So they have the ability to start. So he can't just rest and be like, all right, right. I'm the starter, you know, whatever it'll push him. I don't think, I honestly don't think Ritter's that kind of guy, but no, I, I, uh, I think Ritter being, honestly, I think Ritter's one of those guys being drafted in the third round was all the push he needed. Yeah. So we'll see how that ends up going. All right, let's move on into what brought everybody here tonight? No, not really, but still, that's what we're going to do. Let's move into our live mock and see if uh, Jonathan's going to run this one tonight, and we're going to see if uh, if it runs a little a little smoother. So, uh-oh, remove that one and put that one up there. There so, we go. All right. So, obviously, we're using uh, Rise and Draft again, uh, going with the Atlanta Falcons full seven rounds. Uh, Jonathan, if you want to hit start, uh, this time, I think somebody had asked last time if we could at least see, yeah. Willie says, uh, can we see the trade offers? Yeah. yeah. Let's, so let's hopefully like, the last time there was some weirdness going on with, uh, the site, our, yeah. you know, our stream and everything that whenever those popped up, it seemed to freeze things up. So we'll see if that happens. We'll this see time. how if that goes. Doesn't. Yeah. So let's, let's uh, give it a go. What happens? Go ahead and get started here. Uh, right. 
Okay. Ooh, that's a huge package. That's a that's a haul. That's what she said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the number one pick, the number their fourth round, fifth round. Second, no, it's, uh, it's a first, fourth. fourth, sixth. Okay. This year. This year. Next year is second, third, fifth, and seventh. Ooh, man. That's that's a pretty good haul. All right, see what else we get. We got two offers, so what's the next one? Yeah, so, no. Huh? No. No. So let's go ahead. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and reject them both, but at least we got to see them. It was the Patriots. I would, at the big hall. I would seriously, I would seriously like if the Falcons, if somebody actually came to the Falcons and said, Hey, we'll give you for the number eight, we'll give you this, this exact scenario. Yeah. Unless it was the saints. Then I'd say no. Cause well, F, yeah, yeah. You, know, no, you can't be helping the saints. Uh, um, maybe, uh, Willie, maybe, uh, we're not, maybe not Willie. He didn't say nothing, but maybe <coughs> one day we'll do. Like one of the mocks, we'll we'll take a trade, but let's go ahead and reject these two and see what we got. See who's on the board. Okay. So we got Christian Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, Devin Witherspoon. All right. Witherspoon. A uh, lot of cornerbacks. Uh, we got our pick of the the draft. Pick of the litter as far as cornerbacks go. Yeah. So uh, the, then we got Paris Johnson, Quentin Johnston, uh, Skaronsky. Anthony Richardson, come on. You know you want to draft him. No, I'm good. I'm really good. Like <laughs> I want somebody to draft him, but not not me. Um, all right. So we got Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, and and Joey Porter Jr. So let's let's just go ahead and say it. I we're gonna pick a <clears throat> in this right. scenario, I think the best move for us is a cornerback. Now, which one do we want? Uh let's see. Oh <laughs> Chris. Chris, Chris has been on how where is uh Keon White? Like, where is he at? He's 46. Whoo, that'd be a high, high price in the first round. He'll probably be in a second. Is he in a C or a D over here for the draft grade? <laughs> uh, we got a couple of uh, votes for Witherspoon. Uh, here comes in a uh, Gonzalez. So we'll give it a, another. I, okay. I It's a coin toss for me on either Christian Gonzalez or Witherspoon. Uh, I've watched more of Gonzalez, but I've heard a lot of people talking more about Witherspoon. So I would think I would take uh, Gonzalez if it was me. You got any it, strong feelings uh, one, one way or the other? It, it would pro- It would either be Gonzalez. I don't know enough about Devin Witherspoon. Uh, Christian Gonzalez or Joey Porter Jr. is probably my – I could really now, go I've watched way. a good bit of Joey Porter, and I like Joey Porter. I think like they're, they're really close. All right, this is what we're gonna do. I got a coin. <clears throat> All right, so, I still I do th- I do think Gonzalez is probably the best pick in this in this so, scenario, though. Uh, heads Gonzalez, tails will go Witherspoon. Okay, it is Gonzalez. Da, 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 da. Just so y'all don't think I'm lying. Well, no, it ain't gonna focus. Anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, I was hoping maybe Van S would make it to the second oh, round. Luke if Van Ness, if, Ke- yeah. if Keon is, we'll we'll see if we got any trades. But if Keon uh, White, all right, who right. we got? L.A. What are they offering? Yeah, no, a sixth and a bunch of uh, twenty twenty, bunch of next year stuff. No, yeah, a seventh uh, and some next year stuff. I'm good. Fifth and next year. Nope. And nothing but next year. 
Yeah, no. Nah. We rejected all them. Y'all got to come up with something better than that. Go maybe come out of my oh, second round. Where was this at? Uh, well, that's so, a division. That's a division rival. We're not helping yeah, Tampa. A second, and we're only moving back six spots. And then we get an uh, extra third, another seventh, and then we got one in the, in, an extra fifth in the 2024 draft. But you, you, you want to help Tampa? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I mean, <laughs> not really, but... All right, leave that up for a second. I, I want the chat to weigh in on this one. Are we going... Are we going to trade trade with Tampa? Is 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 the first trade you know go down tonight? We'll, we'll see. Uh, what, Let's uh, say you chat. Yeah, we'll say. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, Nate McMillan did get fired. Yeah, by Nate the way. McMillan did get fired. Yep, yep, he did. Uh, Wallace says no. Wallace says no. We are not helping Tampa. Oh, Boomer the Falcon says yes. Let's help Tampa. Ah. Oh, Bradley, Bradley nope. Says, nope. Nope. All right. Reject it. I got two nopes. Reject right. it. Move on. All right. All right. So, uh, let me, I got to see. Ah, there he is. I'm not nope. even going to listen to, uh, I, I, I like, uh, you know, I, I like some of these other guys here. I'm going to just make an executive decision. We're going oh, you making an White. executive? You just drafting Keon White? I'm just drafting Keon White. Oh, man. John, John, Bam. the power to went to his head. It does. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't even give the chat a chance. He doesn't the power to win to his head. That's all right. I ain't mad at it. I, I enjoyed watching Keon White down at the uh, uh, Senior Bowl. He looked real good. I think he's a raw uh, athlete yeah. that is only going to get better. Uh, he's got all the traits <laughs> that you bet on. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Chris said, there you go. He says, that a boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the third round here, we have five offers. Uh, first one is for uh, a third. We move back about fourteen spots. Okay, uh, a sixth, and then uh, next year thing. All right. What else we got? Uh, we got all next year stuff. So no nope. crap. A third, moving back one spot, and a next year uh, next year's uh, draft. No, nah, I'm good. I ain't helping the Patriots either. Eh. The Bill, Bill Belichick's come down to earth. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All right. Uh, uh, nothing but next year stuff. Next year, I ain't doing next year's. Nah, fifth and next year stuff. Nope. Bradley says no help in Shanahan either. Yeah, no. <laughs> I agree. All right, reject them all. Let's go. All right. Uh, Devin A Chain. I know you big. Now A Chain is. Uh, like if you want some lightning to go with Tyler's Thunder, I'm thinking third round is a little too early for a running back uh, okay. myself. So what? who else we got? Uh, Andre Carter. Uh, he kind of really like his stock. His stock kind of. Yeah, his stock took a hit at uh, the yeah. Senior Bowl. Uh, Tucker Craft. Yeah. Jalen Duncan. Duncan. Okay. Henry, so, oh, so, oh, oh, Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell, 70, number Jack seven. Campbell. Oh, yeah, like that dude right there is probably, if if they don't bring back Rashawn Evans and they're looking for a true uh, middle linebacker, Jack Campbell is that dude. Jack Campbell is that dude. Uh, I don't know if, if, the, if the chat has really gotten on to Jack Campbell yet, <laughs> but Jack Campbell is definitely a guy that you need to uh, put on your radar. 
I was higher on Chris Smith going in until like the senior bowl. He got he got cooked a little too often. Uh in, gotcha. in one-on-ones and stuff like that. So uh let's see. Zach Evans is a nice running back, but again, I think third round a little too high. Cedric Tillman, he's a you got the old Julian, but we already got a cube a corner. I know, but you can never have too many. Sure, you can. You only you got AJ Terrell, bro. <laughs> so I'm leaning towards either Jack Campbell or uh, who else is up there? Jalen Duncan, if you want to O lineman. Uh, I don't know if he's a right tackle or not. I'm trying to remember. My brain won't let me remember if he's a right tackle. Uh, I mean, he could probably, if, if he played tackle uh, at all, he could probably move around if necessary. Well, the chat is not talking to us, so I don't know what they want. Chat, what do y'all want? <laughs> uh, hold on. King7 says we need a deep threat. Uh, Jalen Hyatt. So there's an answer. Uh, uh, Xavier says let's do it. Jack Campbell would be perfect in the middle, and he can actually cover it in the deep third. So... Do you want a wide receiver right. now, or do you want to see uh, wide receiver? Let's see what we got here. I've heard some up and downs about Toto, the linebacker out of Alabama. Yeah, uh, I haven't actually had a chance to really watch him yet. Uh, Willie Doc, yes, you need to step up your scouting game, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want a wide receiver or a? Well, if uh, we're going to go wide receiver, the, the first guy up on the list is uh, Tennessee guy. Uh, yeah, Cedric Tillman. Oh, Cedric Tillman. Okay. Yeah. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, Hyatt's already gone, I think. Oh, Hyatt's already gone. Okay. So, Cedric Tillman or Jack Campbell? We'll give it a few more. I, I mean, if it's between those two guys, I'm going Jack Campbell. Like, uh, Yeah, I got, give, I got a couple a votes for uh, Jack Campbell. Uh, so, let's go ahead and roll with Jack Campbell. B plus, man. What? Whatever. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. Rise of Draft may not have updated their rankings as of yet. <clears throat> Even though I do really like their system. All right. What we got? Uh, Fifth and next year. Nah. And Ooh. a fifth and two next years. Meh. I'm not helping Jerry Jones. Nope. Screw that old man. <laughs> okay. What's on the what's on the board? Uh so we got uh interior offensive line, so a guard. Okay. Uh guard center, what have you. We got Hendon Hooker. No. No, uh uh-uh. Blizzard Sam likes our Porter. Blizzard likes our Jack Campbell. He's a Jack Campbell besides Troy Anderson is fire. I agree. Nice. Yeah, what, what do we that, got that, as wide receiver? Be, what do we got wide, wide receiver? We got Marvin Mims. Ooh. Okay. Tyler Scott. We can reunite uh, uh, Desmond Ritter with his deep threat from Cincinnati. So now, do do we take him right now? Or wait? Uh, at 110, or do we wait like two picks and see if he's still there? Do we think he'll still be there? I, mean, I think there's a good chance he'll still be there, even if he's not. I see uh, Jaden Reed is a guy I like, and Michael Wilson is a guy I like. So those might be considered, you know, stretch picks, but I wouldn't mind them whatsoever. 
So okay. go back to the all. What do we got at the all? Uh, offensive lineman, tight end. Okay. Uh, another cornerback, uh, JJ Skinner or JL Skinner. Sorry. Yeah, he was really stiff at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Garrett Williams. Don't know Luke much about Whipler. him. Huh? Luke, Luke Whipler. A center out of. Ooh, Tank Bigsby. Now he's a uh, he's another basically like Algier basically. Well, he's he, a little faster. He's, like, he's a little, a little faster, faster than Algier. I, I I like Tank Bigsby. You you could add Tank Bigsby to the to this running back room, and I wouldn't be upset at all. Scrolling down, see who else you got. Uh, oops. Sean Tucker. There's Tyler Steen. Don't know him. Brandon Joseph. Safety. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm feeling Tank Bigsby. Let's let's help out the offense. Wait, hold on a second. What? I could have swore Mims was higher up there. Oh, that's when I hit when I clicked on wide receiver. Yeah, that's when you just put when you put uh, wide receiver. All receivers. right. So so what are we what are we looking for here? Uh, do we want I, to? I think we go with running back. I think we go with Tank Bigsby. Like Blizzard and both like Chris is saying, look at the running backs and. Uh, Blizz says, I changed my mind. Tank Bigsby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good salesman. Uh, All right. So oh, or, hold on. Who's that? Uh, Kendry Miller. Now, if you want another big back, Kendry Miller out of TCU is a big back. Roshan Johnson, though. You know, Roshan, yeah. Usually, Based like, on- those are the guys that if, if we don't have a fifth round this year, so those are the guys you, you would get in the fifth. I think if you're going to take a back, I think you take one here, and I think you take uh, Tank Bigsby. So, and that's the chat seeming to agree. Uh, depends on how he comes back from injury, but yes, if I take Tank, I'm probably cutting Huntley. Or at least putting Huntley back on the practice squad. Man, that's just uh, – you put him on the practice squad, though, he's going to get nabbed. You think so? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm still taking Tank Bigsby. All right. <laughs> All right. It's, now it's like sacrilege because Huntley's my man, my guy, man. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Wide receiver time. That's what I'm thinking anyway. All right. Wide receiver Marvin Mims. Uh, Scott is gone. Oh. Uh, Who took him? Uh, can I scroll? Oh, there it is. Right, right after us. I mean, <laughs> right after us. Uh, Bradley Burnett is asking us about Hendon Hooker, uh, the oh. QB. I, I, it's not that I don't like him. I just, if I'm drafting a backup QB, it ain't gonna be in the fourth. I'll draft a backup no. in the like fifth or sixth or seventh. I'm so not- I don't, I don't want to bring in Hendon Hooker for two reasons. One, uh, I don't think he's as good as Ritter, personally. Okay. Uh, two, you bring in a guy like Hendon Hooker. Uh, it's you're all you're going to hear is he's going to be like the proverbial backup quarterback of everybody thinks that he's that he should start. Right. Like it, now, that's I, and it's just going to create nothing but distractions. If like for me right now in this junction, it's either like in my mindset, it's either Lamar Jackson or Ritter. Like I'm not like I'm not entertaining another like draftable QB at this moment. Uh, somebody says Andre, the, the wide receiver out of Princeton. I will say this. I haven't watched his tape, but he had a rough, very rough senior bowl. Uh, and plus, I think he's way down on the list. 
So he's, he's got to be. Yeah, I'm down with the 200. I think that's who you're talking about there, uh, King. So all right, me, so let's, so let's see here. Uh, tight end. We, okay, so we took a running back. We've got an yep. edge. We took a cornerback, linebacker. Um, what are we looking like for safeties? Uh, Jair Brown is okay. Um. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any of these names that really jump out at me. Daniel Scott had a good week at the Senior Bowl, but I think you're going to be able to get him later in the draft. Yeah, we, hopefully I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, Skinner was just real stiff. That was my only real issue with Skinner. Yeah. He had a couple of good reps. But, okay, uh, so let's take a look at some D-line guys. All right, what you got? Brian Young, Zach Pickens was a wrecking ball, and Carl Brooks was definitely a wrecking ball. Like, I wouldn't mind Carl Brooks whatsoever. I, li- I liked him. Yeah, Xavier just said, did we check the trenches? That's what we're doing now. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, hit me. I was like, uh, I mean, we got a guy in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. White, but, but we don't have, like, the big boy. You don't have a Carl Brooks. Like, you don't have a Zach Pickens. These, these are guys that you can – easily line up right next to Grady Jarrett and they can uh penetrate just like he can. Uh they could give you like Carl Brooks, I, I'll definitely pound the table for for him. Uh he was fun to watch out of uh bowling green. Uh Zach Pickens was good. The kid out of Arizona State there, the Nesta Jod Silvera, uh he looked good at the Senior Bowl. Harvey's with me. He says Carl Brooks. Yeah, I, I mean, I I like the, you know. Ooh, ooh, Jared Clark. Huh? Scroll down. Yeah, but I think we could get him. Uh, we could get him later. One sixty-one. Okay. If we're really well, looking to go that route, <laughs> if we don't take uh, Carl Brooks here, if we don't take a D line here, I definitely want to keep my eye out for Jared Clark. He had a really good Senior Bowl as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with Carl Brooks here. All right, Carl Brooks. We got a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a little bit on this one. Because, uh, like, we don't have right, anything so in the fifth round. Let's look at what, you know, so we picked up Christian Gonzalez. I personally think that's – that was. Oh, dude, that's home run. Pair him yeah, next to AJ. Home run. Yeah. So, uh, getting him and then Keon White in the second, uh, if, if that actually – and I, I talked to you about this on Twitter. Like, I honestly think that Keon White is a guy that by the time the draft gets here – He's a guy that very well could be like he's, late to mid first round. Yeah, pick. He's going to test well at the combine. And yeah. I think he's going to raise his draft stock into the first round. He's already flirting with it. In my opinion, uh, yeah. I have seen people have him mocked as high as in the top 15. So uh, I think he's going to submit himself there. Uh, Bradley. I don't know if Zach Pickens is related to George Pickens. Not hundred percent sure there. That would be cool. Got on the trade there. Uh, so we got our fifth for move back a couple spots to for Dallas uh, and two next year picks, fifth and seventh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, move back like what eight picks, and then a next year, uh, you know, next year nah. draft pick. So. I'm good. All right. All right. So we picked up our D line. Yeah. So if you just want to hit all and see where we're at right now, because we still don't have, we still ain't picked up a wide receiver. 
So that might be somebody to consider, something to consider. Who's out there? Trey Palmer. Now that Michael, Michael Wilson. Wilson, like he really opened up my eyes at the Senior Bowl. I think uh, had he had better quarterback play at, at uh, Stanford, he yeah. would be up a lot higher. Okay. Uh, Doctor, uh, Doctor Ganja. So far, we have drafted right here. Yeah, Christian Gonzalez, Keon White, Jack Campbell, Tank Bigsby, and Carl Brooks, uh, respectively. Uh, for me, it is like, if, <laughs> yeah, Mingo. Uh, I was about to say, uh, Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. If we go wide receiver here, it's either Michael Wilson or Jonathan Mingo for me. Yeah, I saw Mingo pop up. Uh, yeah. I will, Dr. Ganja here. I see Carl Brooks. It's a good draft already. There you go. That's what I like. That's what I like to see. Uh, all right. So uh, let's. So we got this down to Michael Wilson, Jonathan Mingo. Right. Uh, I see one vote for Mingo. Does yeah, anybody so else have any uh, any any comments as to who they would rather have, whether it's Jonathan Mingo or Michael Wilson? Let's see. Uh, nobody's popping up anything, so we'll flip a coin. Heads is Bingo, tails is uh, Michael Wilson. Wilson. Okay. Yep. It's heads for Bingo. So go ahead and grab Jonathan Bingo. No, I didn't. Uh, I haven't watched Troy uh, Palmer yet. Bash. He's a guy who I'm, um, is on my list. So by maybe next uh, uh, community draft, maybe I'll have a better better look on uh, on him. Let's see. Down to our last two picks in the seventh round. Look, somebody also said, what's up with the talk about Sam Darnold to Atlanta? I don't know. I don't know who started that mess, but they can stop that mess. <clears throat> I don't need that mess. That bad you do. Like, I, like I can see I can see him, like, uh, if you're going to bring him in, he's your backup. Like, yeah, like, that, like you clearly the, state that he's your backup, you know. Yes. Uh, doctor, you are correct. Wilson did have a really good <laughs> – there's always guys who, like, sh- like get on my radar at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. And last year it was uh, D'Angelo Malone, which we drafted. This year it was uh, Michael Wilson looked really good. All right, what are, we, what are we looking like here? All right, so we're here – we got – we had no trade uh, – No trades? Uh, no trade offers. Okay. Um, so I took you know we're going to take a look at offensive tackles here. Okay. We haven't taken an O lineman the entire yeah. draft. Um, so we got you know Nick Saldivieri. Um, okay. You get to the you get to this point in the draft with these guys. I'm about to say like, look, I, I ain't going to know any of these names. Go ahead and scroll down. Let me see if I know one of them. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't know Ryan Swoboda. I do. I do not know Ryan Swoboda. Man, you call yourself uh, a, a content creator. These yeah, days. I know, right? Call, call myself a, a guy who scouts uh, football talent. Nope. Take a take a get take a swing no, at sir. that name, Chris. Chris, I know you in chat still. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Mala Sala. Uh, Go ahead. Amaya Go ahead. Offend Lula. everybody. Offend La, everybody. La Ula. By... <laughs> La Ula. 
Uh, Blue <laughs> says, uh, Jerome Draft Carvin. Is there, was there a Jerome Carvin? Uh, right here. Yeah. He says, he's a, uh, he said, pick him. That's a big dude, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Chris didn't even try. He said, draft the duck. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think uh, Bradley just like face planted on the uh, keyboard there. Nice. Um, that's, right. that's about that's a, I, I can imagine people in the in the draft rooms uh when it comes to the seventh round that's about how they feel they're just like oh my god just, just get this over <laughs> with who's left on the board just make them we don't care it's the seventh round man uh willie doc says but i did stay in the holiday <laughs> there you go yep this says on, on tv they call him big sala or big sal so we'll nice uh, all right, what hit me? Give me with the all. Who's just the highest rated person at this juncture? Tight end, Davis. Davis Allen. Allen. Okay, if you want to know, Yaya Diaby. Diaby was okay. Uh, another corner. Blackman. Uh, Daniel Scott, safety. If you want a safety, Daniel Scott had a good, uh, had a good senior bowl. All right, but it looks like Carvin is getting the pick. The the guy out the O lineman out of Tennessee. I got a couple of Carvins. Uh, so if you want Jerome Carvin, all right, perfect. Uh, we got our last pick coming up here in just a few. Picks. We'll see who's there. Jared Clark. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Jared Clark was was very fun. Another explosive uh, three tech. Uh, uh not necessarily need right. another one by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, uh who's uh, let's see, Daniel Clark? Who's Daniel Clark? Or Daniel, Daniel Scott. Scott? Oh, oh, go down, go down, go down. If you want to add to our uh, linebacker room, the guy right there, Aubrey Miller, Aubrey Miller Jr., that dude was absolutely uh, like eye-popping at, I think it was the East-West Shrine game. Uh, or if you want another edge, Lonnie Phillips. Like a, Phelps. Yeah, F- uh, yeah, Phelps or whatever that is. Yeah. He's a dude who was a lot of fun in the Senior Bowl. He would be just like a, uh, uh, a DPR, like a designated pass rusher. Gotcha. Yeah. Aubrey is definitely a thumper. <coughs> Uh, James Williams got about as excited as I did when he saw Jared Clark up there at the very top. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's here's what I'll say. Uh, the only guy I really know out of these guys, uh, to be completely honest, is Jared Clark. Uh, and, I, and he look, and, you know, from what I've seen, he looks real good. Uh, yeah. So I will never say no to more uh, ammo defensive line on help. The, on that defensive line. Now, I will say that Dr. Ganja does bring up a good point. This, the Hunter Loop, uh, Luke F, uh, the number 200, three down. Lupke. Lupke. He's a halfback, fullback, tight end. If you want like a somebody to really push Parker Hesse, uh, he's so your guy I can, there. I can but see we, them. I can see them really liking this guy because, uh, like, they, if he's a guy that can legitimately do those three things at the NFL level, it's one thing to do it at college. Yep. If you can do all three at the NFL level, uh, then that makes you an extremely valuable asset, uh, especially on a back of the draft kind of guy like this. 
Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm good with Clark. I'm good with Aubrey, and I'm good with uh, Lucetta. So uh, the next the next name wins, so to speak. Uh, All right. So let's see. Uh, we got Clark or Phillips or Phelps. Uh, yeah, Lonnie Phelps. Uh, let's see. Bradley says, "Give him a tool guy like Hunter." Yeah. All right, do it. Just so okay, okay. So let's go. We'll say. Jared Clark or Hunter, uh, flip your coin, sir. All right, heads or tails? Heads is, is Clark, tails is Hunter. All right. Heads again. Heads three times in a row. Ah, and so who is that again? Clark. That was Jared Clark. Clark. We're adding to that D-line. We're going to help that D-line out. There it is, folks. There's our second community mock draft. So we got came away with Christian Gonzalez, Keon White, Jack Campbell, Tank Bigsby, Carl Brooks, uh, Jonathan Mingo, Jerome Carvin, and Jared Clark. That's a solid draft, in my opinion. That is a very solid draft. Uh, you got to save that, Jonathan. Make make sure we get that on the. Uh, oh yeah, on the page. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that uh, get that sent out here. Very there soon. you go. Uh, go away. Uh, just like you can do the the Windows like snippet tool and just. Snip oh yeah, it that's. I just uh I just want to like it doesn't quite. Doesn't uh, quite get everybody. Yeah, hold on, let me try something. All right, we'll we'll figure that out after the stream. There we go. There you go. I mean, there you go. You may not be able to see it all that well, but this all will allow me to do the snippet. Yeah, yeah, it'll work out well. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was a. Uh, I think that was a good draft. I like that draft. That that draft worked out real well, and I'm be interested to see like how these, uh, like change as we get closer to the draft after yep. free agency hits. Like, what what is the like? What does the chat you know end up changing and going through? Yeah, because uh, I mean, if we go if we go and get a guy like Byron Murphy, uh, you know, cornerback or whatever, then does that really do? do then we really, then do, we do you start looking at somebody Gonzalez? like? Right, like a Tyree Wilson, or do we really then consider? Oh well, let's trade back and see what you know, see what we get. So, uh, like, I think like the night of the first round, I want to like repost all of them that we have uh, and just see what uh, see how they have changed over the time. Oh, it's gonna look so it's gonna look so different. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be great. Well, man, I think that we have done a good, we have done a good thing. We have done another good show. Uh, I appreciate all y'all who uh, have you know stuck in here with us through this you know this mock draft. The ones who commented, we appreciate all y'all. Uh, I hope y'all really liked that uh, Madden video I put out yesterday. That's something I'm going out on a limb there, uh, doing something completely different. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. Uh, we got a couple videos coming out again this week. Uh, not, you know, I don't, we don't have a video coming out tomorrow, but we got one coming out Thursday and Friday. So make sure y'all check those out, especially the Thursday one. Uh, it's going to be an interactive, you know, type video, uh, with, with something for y'all to vote on and get involved with. So yep. definitely check that out. Uh, as always, y'all can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Grim 1128 G R I M M one, one, two, eight, Jonathan. I just want to say. If this, uh, just like every season says, if this is real, I think we kind of won the draft. I agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you can always catch me at, at Jonathan M. Holder. Come say hi. Uh, That's right. You know, and, uh, you know, we'll be seeing the, um, 
mock draft up here in just a few minutes. There you go. As always, Falcons fans, rise up. Rise up.